Action. Action. Uh, Listeners, I just forgot how to count. Um, I said, let's do a countdown. And then I said, one, two, three. Not a countdown. You got to go the other way. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, Does not bode well for this episode. No. No, it's fine. We all go go a little mad sometimes. Uh oh. Um, Just kidding. Um, Hi, everybody. Hello there. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Lillian. (laughs) Here we are on our screens. Here we are on our little screens, just like the future wanted. Oh, yeah. This is very Gattaca. It's all very Mm -hmm. Gattaca. Mm -hmm. Lillian's going to beat me to death (laughs) or whatever. And the DNA sequence will kind of be there also. I can't remember how it ends. Someone drowns? I don't know. All I know is that Ethan Hawke was in it. Yeah. Was Jude Law also in it? Yeah. Because it's like they're brothers and one is crippled, but then one is not. Mm, Ableist. (laughs) I think being crippled is probably (laughs) the big trigger for that. It's gimpy. I don't know. (laughs) There's one gimp. Okay. And then there's (laughs) one regular guy. One normal person. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um, hi, everyone. This is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And uh, you've tuned in to the craziest show <laughs> that's not sponsored by anyone. <laughs> that is so true. Nor will it ever be. <laughs> no, I, I don't think... <laughs> It's a big risk. Whatever. That means that we can, we're, we have the freedom, you know? That is so true. I Right now I'd have to say, oh, Doritos are good. And I could never say they were bad. And I don't, that's against my belief system. That's that, my, you know? So. Unbought, unbossed, you know, exactly, baby? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's what I always think of when I think of that. I think about <laughs> I, two girls doing a podcast and not having sponsored. Yeah. Know? That's what that means to me. The same way that <laughs> multiple people tried to kill Shirley Chisholm, someone tweeted at us and said, you using Ryan White to talk about a joke? That wasn't cool. Yeah. I'm seeing so. parallels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So think about that next time you think we're not taking risks. We're not putting ourselves in harm's way for this podcast because we're really risking it all every time I turn on this microphone yeah have some respect the pen is mightier than the sword (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um i'm also wearing a shirt that could qualify as wacky and seeing myself with headphones on talking to a microphone wearing a wacky shirt is a little unsettling it's a little too robin williams good morning vietnam oh yeah i see that i like it okay well I'll get a little soundboard and it'll kind of complete. The I'm board. wearing my nighty, so <clears throat> a gray. It's a gray dress. It's a just, gray shroud. Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> a gray piece of cloth. A haunting. It haunting is haunting. Image. It is haunting. Um, Kelly, how how are you? How have you been? I'm okay. Um, yeah, I didn't do too much this week, but I did um, get a shelf for my room. Mm. Loyal listeners ex- know that I was saying I didn't have enough space. 
the big human interest story for the week was that Kelly bought a shelf from a man. Yes. Well, so as I said on the podcast, so what happened was I went on apartment deco. They had a restoration hardware, one of those leaning shelves. Oh yeah. Like a ladder thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's gorgeous. It was $150, which is really not too bad. Um, but I'm so cheap that, um, I was like, ooh, let me just wait and just really mull over this purchase, which is, like, psychotic. And then, of course, someone bought it. Sure. And and I was like, no problem. Went on eBay. You know, leaning shelf. Bought the first thing that came up. Whatever. Didn't look at the measurements. Didn't look at the material. Didn't look at anything. I know. And then, first of all, it comes to my house delivered by Amazon because Amazon owns everything now. So even though I was trying to be, you know, ethical, yep. yep. Not possible in this Don't even bother. In this yep. world, don't even try it. <laughs> Second of all, the restoration hardware shelf that I was looking at was like 7 feet tall, like literally <laughs> huge, like gorgeous, you know, wood Would a statement, sort of a statement. A statement piece. This is literally pine wood was not assembled. I had to assemble it pine like a little like i'm um, the boy scouts making those little like a saw like a saw horse yeah exactly and it's about four feet tall <laughs> it's <laughs> i'm not kidding i'll send you a picture it's like a spinal tap moment for you <laughs> this is your spinal tap the tiny uh you know easter island Do you know what i'm talking about um i've seen spinal tap all right well, this is, yeah, that's very funny. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sure it looks fine. It does look show- fine. And honestly, now looking at it, I don't think the larger piece would have fit, even though no. it would have been much more striking. Your room is so small. It's you could always small. paint it. That's a fun project. Kind of make it look a little more glam. Yeah, or just stain the wood, even. I did. I do regret painting every single thing I own with white or blue paint but at the time i i was in a frenzy and it was fun yeah i think this is more of a stain kind of Mm. thing well keep us posted Mm -hmm. Mm um i don't know when you said you didn't do anything that is a lot that is a lot to go through for one one woman you know i was like putting it together i was like so this is smaller than i (laughs) small because also because of it being from an eBay shop and then shipped by Amazon, it was in two giant box. Like it was the shelf is in a box, and then that is in a much larger yeah, box. Right, 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 right. And so I was like, oh, it's the size that I had expected it to be. The box was taller than me, and then I break it out. It's like a my size Barbie. Well, I know. <laughs> Well, I didn't have anything quite as exciting as that happen to me this week, but um, what did I do? I went to, I do, by the way, online stuff. I have like five caftans in my Etsy shopping cart right now. So we all have our online issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I went, my big treat for the day was I walked extra far to a fancy supermarket where they don't allow photography inside, which I have never seen before on the door of a grocery store. Interesting. Right? And I was like, it was in Long Island City, which is like, you know, fancy, but I was like, how many cele- like, is it a celebrity thing? No. 
There aren't celebrities in Long Island City. I don't know. What else could it be? Why would you say no photography? It said, to respect our, you know, guests or whatever, we request no. Like, it was like, it seemed like it was like catering to. Maybe it's Isn't because weird? I feel like there are a lot of like tech workers in Long Island City. Maybe it's like a so? tech. So they're saying we're protecting your, you know, faces. Identity? Yeah. Because we don't, people don't. If people found out you worked in tech, you'd be shunned? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> then they could trace you or something. Like, no, you weren't doing... I, this is... It was crazy. It's like the Anyways. net. Like, they could delete your... You know what I mean? Why are we... This is a lot of old movie references. What else did I say? Gattaca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I feel like I'm dating a fucking 50-year-old... <laughs> Gen X dude right now. <laughs> and I probably would be, all you know, if, if this world were normal at the moment. Um <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for coronavirus. <laughs> Another fucking tragedy of this whole thing. Oh my god. I could be being adored and condescended to by a fifty year old man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In a perfect world. Um Anyways, the, I, nothing interesting happened except that I bought a hilariously stupid combination of things there. Just because, like, I'm so bored with, like... Like, I haven't really been getting takeout. I've gotten it maybe twice this whole time. Like, I've been cooking a lot. And mm-hmm. so, like, pretty limited yeah. in what I'm making. So my, I was like, I want something, like, new and, like, different to taste or whatever. And then I just got, like, a huge glass jar full of cherry juice like i'm like what am i like just the dumb yeah things that don't make sense that you'll never that's gonna rot in the back of my fridge but i was like i need you know i was grasping i was desperate no i feel you i also haven't been getting takeout yeah i've also gotten it twice i think and it's yeah, it's slim pickings. It grim. It's grim. And I go to one grocery store because it's the only one. It's like Union Grocery Store. They're really cool. I love them so much, but they're very small. And that's like, I know everything in every single aisle. I'm just like. Yeah, that's how I feel. I have a, a people's, you know, right there. Yeah. And it's, it's like a fine grocery store. Like, it's very functional. Um there are only like a few things that I'll sometimes go to like a different grocery store for, but especially now that I'm like trying not to eat meat, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it just feels like there are so few things Yeah, that I want to be doing right now and eating. Ha- um, happy Memorial Day weekend, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I forgot, mm-hmm. it was a, I forgot to say that right off the top of the show. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I salute you, Kelly. My service. Your services that you've provided this great nation. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The podcast. Oh, wow. The sacrifices we've made, I think, on par. For sure. Are you kidding like me? Yeah. Way more Basi- than the troops. Basically, my life at this point I've given you guys I give a fuck about the troops I mean yeah anyways you guys can have a parade for us at any time um but with social distancing safely please safely don't be idiots about it yeah okay okay 
Um, but yeah, speaking of trying to do new taste sensations, I made the stew <laughs> as subscribers oh, right. to the um, newsletter. Newsletter that wasn't off of any like. I wasn't taking a stand or anything. I just I had made a curry earlier and had only used half a can of coconut milk. And then I was like, okay, I have half a can of coconut milk. We were talking about Alice in Rome, and I was like, oh, right, the stew. But obviously it was very different because... <clears throat> I Look, I'm in the same boat as you, because I, <clears throat> when it was very popular, I said, let me take a look at yeah. the recipe. And I was like, I am in no way, shape, or form consuming two cans of coconut milk. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a crazy amount of coconut milk. No, it's 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 way too much. One can is a lot, and I'm like, okay, this is my my big meal. My you treat. know, got to save up for it. But good fucking lord. Um. Yeah. So I did. It, it was sort of like a half recipe of the stew, but also different. Um. But it was good, and then I cooked it down past like stew consistency. Like I made it just like a nice, chunky. Like yeah gravy almost and then a riff a riff on the stew um but it was nice to be able to check in with miss roman because Mm. as we all know she got fully fully booted yeah yeah or temporarily suspended i feel is the temporarily generous term uh in the the same way that life is temporarily suspended right now aka not coming back ever (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the thing is, that's business, baby. Like, that's that's how it fucking goes. You know? Like, that's that's the consequence for being too big for your britches, as my mom would say. Well, that is, like, her whole thing and part of her response to that controversy is that she was like, well, I've never had a publicist. And I talked to a friend of hers, and her fr- and I was like, why does she not have a publicist that's fully insane? And her Seriously. friend was like, oh, well, it's, you know, they can't afford to give her, the Times can't afford to give her a publicist. And I was like, oh, she's bad at negotiating contracts. I was like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, like, this 35-year-old woman from L.A., moneyed connections, can't at least get someone to say, I'm her lawyer, you have to do this? Like, uh, you're kidding me. I can yeah, do that. I can get someone to... I know just, people who went to law school. Really? Sure. Oh, I'm just kidding. Me too. Um, <laughs> I would love to be your fake lawyer. Just putting it out there, future... I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think they should... If But we're saying we know lawyers. Why wouldn't you use Yeah, but real? I don't think you need to go through legal channels. I think you just need to oh, have okay, interesting. kind of show up. I think the bravado I would bring would be quite enough. You're the Laura Dern. You're like, the mother is the best. <laughs> Not as slutty dressing, but similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be a little more uh, demure. But Sure, sure. Um, well, once anyways, you get your arms in shape, I'm sure you'll change your tune. Dude, can I just say, it's so annoying. It, one of my greatest, the, the worst thing I've had to learn as becoming an, an adult is that all of the fucking nerds were right everyone was right exercise works and it's my least favorite thing to learn because i've been doing arm exercises Mm. toned right up yeah i can't believe it works i don't know what i was i don't know why i didn't believe it you know for so long i didn't want to believe it but turns out if you exercise regularly 
it happens. It happens. To your body. Yeah. Things change. Yeah. And the lesson I never wanted to learn, but I'm learning it the hard way. My hard body way. Uh oh, look at those guns, baby. It's actually, this is the under, the tricep is what I was worried about. And I, cause it was getting a little, mm -hmm. but now it's, it's firm. See that? Oh, it's looking good, baby. <laughs> Right here, no no waddle, no wiggle. Yeah, it doesn't wave well, if you, back. Here, if the listeners can hear, that's my tricep. What a treat for the listeners, Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a more immersive podcast yeah. experience, so I'm trying to give everybody all of the senses. We're gonna have like smell o vision. <laughs> Have, oh my like, god! Put your fingers in a bag of grapes, mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. It's gonna be a haunted house. I love that. I love interactive that idea. podcast experience. <laughs> we'll be mailing <laughs> peeled grapes to all our Patreon subscribers. That's another tier of Patreon. I'll send you spaghetti, <laughs> cooked spaghetti in a bag, Ziploc bag, <laughs> witch's hair, you know, all of that good all stuff. All of that stuff. But um, yeah, so we are following up. So making the stew, which was good. Um, we followed up with the oh no they didn't article which sort of documented Alison Roman's beefs with all the the main stars of the Bon Appetit Yitid. God fucking bless whoever like that is my level of pettiness and research combined where they were like we're gonna go back and look at who's liked what yeah. Twitter and Instagram post and then trace it back and see what that means for their relationship with Alison Roman and I was like you were doing the fucking Lord's work because yeah. it's great. Anyways, turns out anecdotally a decent amount of beef. One would, you know, one can surmise. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what was your favorite part of it? Molly Baz, the Molly, Molly Baz. Baz connection. Yeah. Everyone knows Molly Baz is my favorite. Um, and her sister-in-law, meaning I think in this case, her brother's sister, um, no, her brother, her, her sister. husband's sister. Sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. Is this like an old timey riddle? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Her, her husband's sister, I think she's, she's married. She's married. Okay. Um, commented on something. Someone was like, Alison Roman has a weird fixation on Asian women. Molly Baz is white, but, um, that her sister-in-law was like, yeah. And she's like, undercut and like beefed with women in the industry in the past and you had said something in weeks prior about the Baz Roman beef and I had yeah. never found anything but then huh and then mm -hmm. the string was tied and Direct. put yep it's on the fucking bulletin board baby. it's on your tiny shelf <laughs> on my tiny shelf I have a <laughs> tiny bulletin board in red thread just Mm -hmm. It's the most adorable psychosis. You guys wouldn't believe how you cute wouldn't it is. believe. I haven't papered over my windows, but I I have a little kind of. <laughs> there's a. It's almost like a. What do you call this? I don't. I don't know what you're doing with your hand. What do you call the trim on the top of the room? It's the molding. 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 Yeah. Okay. This old house, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so that was very satisfying. I mean, the the gift that keeps keeps on giving is the consistent and weekly downfall or uh, you know, 
fall from grace, as it were, from all of these public fi- figures, which we're all just rejoicing in. Maybe not re- rejoicing is a little bit of a strong word. Taking keen interest in, and um, it's something to do. It's, and I it think sure you. is. But I will say, we were just talking about this before we started recording. Gawker, where are you? Gawker, I fucking miss you so much. Oh my god. What I wouldn't give to read your... My kingdom. Yes. My mm. kingdom for Gawker's coverage of Gia Tolentino right now. Oh god, it would be exquisite. The exquisite pain. Mm. Um, yeah, that whole thing. We'll talk privately. We will. Um, we shall. Any here? Um, <laughs> what, a, what a week, huh, folks? Oh. It's crazy. And what a week for uh, bland and broad uh, restaurant industry news. You yeah. know, not a day goes by when the same bullshit isn't churned out and we're forced to read it these days. It's interesting. It's almost like I understand. I feel like I understand when there were only three TV channels. And so, like, a yeah. show <laughs> was like, it was like, oh, my God. Like, I understand, like, water cooler television now. Because yeah. it's like that happens now once a day on Twitter. It's like the the art the one article that everyone read and everyone is responding to. And I know people say yeah. there's a main character of the internet every day, right? But I don't follow those petty dramas because I you have to be so tapped in to follow that stuff. I used to, and I've taken a little bit of a step back because it. Even for me, someone who is on my phone literally 10 hours a day, I said, it's too much for me right now. I can't. It's so like ping pongy back and forth in a tiny room. It's like the room got smaller. The room got smaller. And the ping pong is going really, really fast. And I'm like, this is like exhausting. I need to step out of the room. I need to, I don't know how to extend this metaphor, but it's too much. The, so, I agree. I think the room got smaller. I also think, like, in for good and for ill, I think people are clarifying their politics beyond, like, mm. just, like, I think people are trying to articulate, for their, for their, for their own selves, they're trying to articulate, like, a, a coherent vision of the world rather than just, right. like, Nancy Pelosi's ugly and we like yeah, Bernie exactly. and stuff like that. And so it's, like, also that, that it, it, it's now becoming, too, like, where it's, like, someone said they got their knives sharpened in a knife-sharpening truck, and someone was like, oh, New Yorkers are insufferable. I was like, what the MF? No, it's... And then it's, like, reactions to articles like that, too, where people are like, this is this, and it's like, okay, like, I get you, this is your journey, and you're on right. self-discovery, but, like... Yeah. Especially for the restaurant industry, it's very frustrating because as this has been happening since this whole fucking thing is people who, A, never really gave it much thought, B, don't really have any expertise or background are just now the people that we have to fucking read talk about restaurants. It's so insufferable to me. I fucking, it's so, it's all boring and makes me mad. Like, worst combination for me. makes me fucking kill myself. But right now, the you know, soup du jour is saying, uh, restaurant, should restaurants survive? I called it the should restaurants survive industrial article complex (laughs) because I'm just like, okay, the hypothetical, the, you know, the lofty, the broad, the, you know, it's, it's, it's too much for me, but that's all we have to talk about folks. So get ready. (laughs) 
I think we should start with the New Yorker interview and then move on to the New Republic piece. Sure. Narratively. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll start with um, someone who Lillian and I have at least talked about, but I don't know if we've ever brought it to the podcast. We kind of did. Oh, we did. Great. Um, Helen Rosner, who is a writer for The New Yorker, who... Sucks. Shaking my damn head. <laughs> she sucks. <laughs> so, so. Um, she is annoying. She's so annoying. Even her avatar is annoying. I'm like, ugh. The fact that she's using that like little New Yorker cartoon as her no, avatar. It's so take embarrassing. A, take a damn picture, lady. You can. You can. Yeah, you can. You can afford I for, it. I couldn't, I couldn't remember if we had ever talked about that on, on the podcast. We talked about her via the Estella wine list gate. I mean, she is so... Which is so embarrassing for her to do. It's, like, way beyond. <laughs> the best thing about this interview is that uh, the subject read her for filth, which I was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for doing that. That's end, really... That was my favorite takeaway. <laughs> the ending, like, sort of coda. He's like, you're completely disposable. You could be fired tomorrow. I was like, yeah, I was like, sick. Thank Ching! you for publishing that, New Yorker. Um, so she interviews Tunde Wei, who's a Nigerian chef in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And he also does, like... He's, like, an activist artist, performance artist, via the lens of food. I don't want to, you know, that whole thing. That whole thing. Um, Intersection of... He's cute. Yeah, he is cute. Um, All right, case closed. I mean... Yeah, so that's all we have to say. Um, Moving on to the next piece. Uh, Uh, (laughs) So he was kind of saying... um, She brought up this food writer had tweeted that restaurants are the social safety net of the United States. Right. In the sense- Which seems like it's like a, Oh, what, that, I'm in, that's an interesting take. Like that's, that's a classic fucking thing to fucking tweet out there. Like you're a goddamn genius. Right. And then, um, and sorry, so, but basically that writer was saying, you know, like everyone, restaurants kind of take all kinds you know like and they always have like you can work in a restaurant and be outwardly queer or trans or undocumented or Mm -hmm. previously incarcerated blah 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 blah. yeah 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 um it's just funny to also make that take because mm, they they Mm, don't it's a job it's not a safety yeah 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 yeah. if there's anything we've learned and then um Anyway, he just... And then that's kind of what he... Uh, Sunday Way says. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, yeah he's like, that <laughs> is shitty. I also thought it was interesting. Um, I really appreciated his kind of, like, commentary because he's, like, going through and being, like... He's like, I'm not a incrementalist. I'm not someone who's trying to work within the system. Fuck the system. Yeah. And he thought yeah. that before Corona... And then, um, and then he's like, but I am trying to sell these certain things and just give, um, black people money from the profits of those things. Yeah. And she was like, well, isn't that like counter to it? And he's like, uh, no, they just need money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I so appreciate when someone has like a vision of the world, but isn't mired in it. And the vision isn't more important than like 
reality. Sure. Yeah, I mean, but also, let's be real, being an artist slash activist is one of the more annoying things you can be as a person, so. I mean, there were times that I obviously kind of a, a little exhausting. Yeah. Um, There's a, a time when he says, he says, um, the United States, and I'm saying the United States and not America. It's like, no, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, like, mm-hmm. moving on. <laughs> I mean, God bless, we need activists, and, you know, I'm not, uh... I'm not. I'm not, period. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I mean, we shouldn't have... It sucks that we need them in the first place, and it's not their fault they have to be insufferable, but it unfortunately comes with the the job description, and it, you know, it's, uh... God bless them, but I don't want to sit next to them at a dinner party. That is so true. That's what I was thinking, is I was like, oh my God, how annoying would he be to talk to in reality? Fuck. Yeah, it sounds that's too much. But uh, Godspeed, and thank you for what you are and doing. We, we were on the record we saying you're cute. You. And we support you. <laughs> you're cute and smart, and, uh, and... cheers. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> and there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean... Okay, yeah. What else do we have to say about this interview? I mean, it was it was an entertaining read, I will say, and he had some good points to be made, especially for people who don't who don't think about this stuff. And I mean, say whatever you want to about this podcast, Kelly. I know you t- trash talk it all the time, but <laughs> we've been saying for so long to anyone who will listen that restaurants. We live in a society and restaurants, we always say that. That's our famous catchphrase. We live in a society, but restaurants encapsulate the society that they are fucking our system. That's the whole system is in a restaurant. And that's what makes them so interesting. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know why people like why this is something that people are just now fucking thinking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. I guess it doesn't come naturally to talk about and think about it if you're not in one. But I'm just like, yeah, duh. Of course. I don't know. I mean, yeah, A, I will say, like, I think that is what makes activists so annoying is, like, you do have to straddle this divide of people who are like, yes, I'm already on board, like, I'm I'm there, or even, like, I've educated you onto this topic. And, you oh, know, I wasn't saying it about him. I no, was no, just no, saying, I'm like, just... a general, yeah. Right. So then the next article that we read was the the other article that kind of caught the caught on the wind and mm-hmm. shared mm-hmm. why. It was on the... The little rag on the windmill coming mm. up from, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, little, something gets caught on the windmill. Right, right, right. Um, and that was... Um, <clears throat> okay, yeah, something really that we need to revisit and explain more. The, the New Republic, the New Republic, which you were like, you texted me and you're like, I don't know, the author has only written one review five years ago for a weed cookbook, so unsure of this, uh, you know... The merit. You know, but I thought the it was merit. good. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I thought both of these pieces, I was equally unmoved by. I mean, I did think that this person did a good job. Who even wrote this? Marion Bull. Marion Bull. Marion Bull. Oh, interesting name. (laughs) I assumed it was a man. Um, And it's blow up the restaurant industry and start over. This exhausted me to even click on, to be honest with you. I was like, used my last fucking bit of energy for the day on this. Um, 
it starts with an interview from somebody who works in a fancy restaurant in Brooklyn, quote unquote. And I was like, I want to know. Oh my God. I know. I was like, who is that? Who is it? I probably, we probably know her and the restaurant, but I'm sure we do. That's the thing. Sarah, reach out, reach out to us, Sarah. Sarah, if you're Um, a listener, reach out. And Sarah's uh, experience sounds exactly like what we went through the the weekend before this all went down, where they're like, guests were coming in being like, oh my God, it's amazing you guys are open. And I'm like, I'm afraid and I don't want to be here. Yeah. It's not amazing that we're open, but thanks. Welcome, you know. Oh my God. Um, Also that Sarah said she hasn't heard from her boss since. I was like, another. Yeah, that is another piece of the puzzle that obviously they didn't like linger on in this article. But I was like, I reach out if you're someone who got laid off from your job and you've not heard from the company who got laid because yeah, who got laid. I mean, I would love to know what that's like. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I actually I mean, we can post this on Instagram. I was going to do a kind of like informal survey, but about GoFundMes, about communication from your former bosses, what that's been like. Yeah. Kelly and I both have varied ex- experience with this as far as what we've received, and I use the word received very lightly. Yeah. Um, so it is that that I think we should write a fucking piece on that because I mean no one will publish it. It's too, yeah. Too in you know speaking truth to power you know no one wants to publish that sure you know they're afraid and that's again why we won't have a sponsor we refuse to take money Mm -hmm. from any company maybe we can make a zine (laughs) (laughs) the word zine sends shivers down okay speaking of being a man in his 50s i'm like oh yeah little lady all right lady make like cunt weekly or whatever Okay. Um, (laughs) That is what all zines were called. Riot Girl Days. It was the times. It was different back then. Kathleen Um, Hanna with incest. One time I went as Kathleen Hanna for um, Halloween and I did. You know, there's that picture of her. Anybody guess that costume? (laughs) Um, Bangs even shorter than they are now. Um, And I had incest. There's like a famous photo of her with incest written question mark on her chest. Mm. And I. wore that and I actually tweeted the picture at her and she liked it um this was in college that's and a real success story thank you and this I was out doing liquor treating which is what we did in college and um I like that yeah and um this guy was like what are you what are you supposed to be an incest joke no like, yeah I got an incest joke <laughs> so you can imagine a little 19 year old in- Kelly just steam coming out of my ears and that man was trying to sleep with you, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's ew. What? This was it's before ne- incest porn was a thing. It was disgusting. It was not before negging was a thing, though. Well, that's true. Negging has been around since the dawn of man. <laughs> <laughs> very wise, very wise, um, Lillian. Okay, back to this article. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um. So, but she was saying, which I think that. Helen, bless her heart, can't draw these connections, and you can only yeah, because lead a horse to water so much, but um, so Marion was making the connection by the way, the New Republic, every time I refresh this page, is that's using another one of my articles, which is not fair and not how that's supposed to work. That's not how that works. Um, And I will be writing a complaint. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, so she does go into like unions, worker cooperatives, and like the um, the real estate industry kind of writ large, which I think is like that's why I find this piece to be much more interesting. Yes, I mean I think it prov- it it posits some like um, practical options or like ways tw- ways forward like like the co-ops like mm-hmm. forming a union and then also says but ultimately to change restaurants you have to change labor you have to change ethical supply chains you have to change immigration real estate like all of that stuff and that's why like even though this is a good piece mm-hmm. i was like the answer is just change society and i'm like okay that would be sick yeah but i also think that like kind of to what we were speaking to earlier like you that restaurants are such a critical like immersion point if that makes sense like there's such a a way of like I don't think that you could popularly say like we just need to change the way like real estate is like let out to people and like change like zoning and blah 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 because people are just like what that doesn't affect me I just pay rent and then so connecting it through like I think that restaurants I think it's an important point because I think it can be illustrative in a different That's way. That's true. Like it, it will hit closer to home for people or something. It's and, easier for people to and understand. And that they see it as connected. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think yeah. a lot of people think these are like discrete systems. And so it's like, okay, you have like real estate over here, which doesn't affect me. Immigration over here, which doesn't affect me. Food production over here, which doesn't affect me. But it's like, actually it's all connected and it does all affect you. Sure. Which That's I think, a good point. Yeah. I, I guess mean, we I just, just happen to be geniuses and have already figured this out literally <laughs> years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I also just like, I guess I'm just a little burned out because I'm just, I mean, everybody's burned out. That's, that's, I, I just can't think about it yeah. anymore. I'm just like, I don't fucking know, man. I just feel like. I'm in this hard position where I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't really finding uh, satisfaction in my job mm-hmm. when this was going down. And then I'm like, and now I'm just like, right. How much, how much am I going to put into this emotionally? You know? Totally. And not that this has anything to do with this article or, or this podcast, but I'm just like, it's there's because all of the, uh, the Cretans are really coming out of the fucking woodwork. Mm hmm. I'm like, you fu- like fucking Sean Feeney and all. I mean, we knew, we could have guessed that guy was a criminal, obviously. But, like, it's just, like, all of these, all of the owners of all of the hospitality groups, all of these fucking bros are now fucking showing their asses. And I'm like, is anyone going to care? Is anyone going to remember? No. Well, I don't the have answer a lo- is no. I don't have a lot of faith in anything, yeah. really. I don't, and it sucks. I I am not trying to be a doomer with all this, but I'm just like, no one gave. We were screaming. Everyone's been screaming that this isn't fair and this fucking sucks. And these guys are assholes and they're stealing from us and they're stealing from people and they're exploiting us. And no one gave a shit in the first place because they yeah. all. Go, I mean, maybe now that they can't go to a restaurant, they'll give a shit. I don't know. Is this what it's gonna take? Frankly, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is. 
it is hard when you get into that place of like well just everything needs to change yeah it's overwhelming I can't yeah and I think just exactly to your point it's like I think I and I love working in restaurants but like part of the reason that I work in them is that it's like you you can kind of handle it with a light touch mm-hmm. you know like you can be like that's my job yeah you don't have to like live and die by it you know yeah what do you miss this is so annoying but what do you miss most right now about working in a restaurant if I can interview you um I would say that what I miss most is that there's like nothing right now everything's very like high pressure and very intense but there's no speed to anything right now you know what I mean Mm. like everything is like you're like oh my god but like it's like you know all these things but it's like a slow build even the disease itself yeah and so it's like I miss like being like okay like there's food you have to run it right now and get it to the table right now and like oh maybe they're not meased and so you have to like put down the food run over with knives like da 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 like I miss the speed the intensity of the intensity like the intensity is there now but there's no speed behind it well there's no direct action either yeah yeah you're just sitting in you're in sitting in place with intensity. You're Which holding is a space for intensity. It's yeah. a nightmare. I hate it. What What wow. do you miss? Anything? I mean, honestly, I miss an audience in general. Mm, and I miss. Audience. I I miss. I miss. Um. I don't know. I I mean, I, I because I am unfortunately uh, diseased with extrovert. You know, being an extrovert, I'm like. I miss I miss my coworkers, you know, yeah. even the people that I thought were so fucking annoying. You can everyone can bond over an idiot, you know, yeah. and like those those interactions are like they're not your friends. Yeah. They don't have to be your friends. They're your coworkers. It's just a very it's a different bond and a restaurant is so different in every I miss way. That too. So it's just like a, a, just that added circle of people that's like I don't know. Yeah. And and bitching about stuff that doesn't really matter. I'm like, now I just bitch about stuff that, like, what's going to ruin my life? And now I can't bitch about, like, somebody not setting up a table or, you know, doing their side work or whatever. I know. Now it's like, okay, like, I didn't I didn't get food stamps, so, like, I can't afford my groceries. Oh my instead of just being like, oh, my God, you're supposed to fold 50 napkins, and I know she only folded 25. And it's like, she does this all the time, and I don't know, you know, no no managers are calling her out on it, and, like, I don't want to be the one to talk to her about it, but it's also, like, it's just not fair. Like, does yeah. she think her time is more valuable than mine? And go and then extending that for, like, days and days and days. Oh, my God, it becomes, yeah. Fever pitch, yeah. Huge, huge-ish. Um, yeah, I miss my coworkers a lot, too. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, those Goombas... It sucks. Also, like, I just... there. I'm, like, not friends with any men, really. I mean, like, I have, like, a couple male friends, but, like... And, like... It's it's just nice to be around like a bunch of, like, straight guys with no... Not, like, sexually, but just, like, they're, they're so different. They are. They're a strange... They're so different. At- and I love them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get it. And I just, I miss, you know, like, I was like, I gotta get a bike, and I was like, oh my god, I literally have, like, 
no one to ask about this. About where to get a bike? <laughs> Even cause I love fake seeking men opinion. You know, like making a decision and then be like, what do you think I knew for attention? <laughs> for attention. Yeah, I miss coming up with things to get attention for, too. Yeah, it's really rough. Yeah. <sighs> well, just got to keep ordering those uh, caftans on Etsy and those tiny little shelves. Oh, that'll that'll we'll bring the whole. straight men flocking in, those caftans. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that they're... No, obviously, fucking straight men think I dress like a fucking lunatic um oh well but i got oh no i don't want to talk about it i was just gonna say uh you know the old saying oh every every person is wearing the wrong size bra yeah psa yeah i don't know if it's yeah yeah it's true and i won't say why i know that Oh, well, I no, think... No, I mean, I, I just got a new... I don't know if you have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have been listening to that Crooked Media Winds of Change podcast, and it is decently entertaining, and I do recommend it. I can't Crooked Media subscribe. But if you think it's worth it, I'll do it. I mean, it's not, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, it satisfies like a, a certain type of entertainment, you know? Yeah. If anyone has any good podcast recommendations, uh, please tell me and d- just make sure they're not dumb. Cause <laughs> I don't listen to dumb shit. Okay. I'm just saying this isn't like, it's not with the Johns or anything. It's just right, 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 on their right. network. Um, Trust me, okay. if John Lovett was popping up, being like... Anytime someone says John Lovett, I just think they're saying John Lovett. And I'm like, why do we hate John Lovett now? Oh He's God. perfectly hilarious. I I cannot tell you that that joke triggers me. Why? Because Marcus used to make that joke literally all the time. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, now you feel like you're hanging around a straight guy. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Okay. okay. Raising, the old, raising the old eyebrows at that. Um, okay, let's fucking get out of this. Yeah, let's close that episode because then we can um, talk about housewives. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, we do have a couple new friends. Oh, who are paying? They're friends just, who we pay, or they pay us. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a it's a different kind of friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Nick eighty. I think we shouted. I think we shouted them out last time. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, Nick eighty the computer. It's a bot. Yeah. Nick eighty was the bot. Um, Alex. Alex, we love you. Alex, ya. thank you. So sweet, and uh, we really appreciate it. And we hope that you enjoy the garbage that we give you for your money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cub. Cub. Kind of hot. Yeah, I like that a lot. So? That's someone I want on my team. Team kickball league, which you are now. What? They're on our team now. Oh, they are. They are on our team. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the winningest team in podcast history. And Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thanks, Kim. We couldn't do without you. Now that we have yours monetary support we can continue this podcast it was hanging on by a thread kim came through 
we're we're back on it. We're back in we're, it. We're, NPR has been funded. We're back on the airwaves. You're getting your tote bag in the mail. And if we've forgotten to shout you out, please let us know. I feel like somebody didn't get a shout out. And if it's bothering you to the point where you'd like us to, we want to appreciate you publicly. So Absolutely. DM me um, your social security number and I will shout you out. Yeah. That goes (laughs) for everybody, actually. Just send me your mother's maiden name, (laughs) your social security number. If you have a passport, kind of a Xerox copy of that. And yeah, we're good. We're good to go. You get a free uh, bonus episode if you send me a <laughs> Xerox of your passport. <laughs> so something that's a new, kind of a new offer. Um, thanks so much, everybody. All we right. really do appreciate it. And we hope that you enjoyed whatever the fuck this episode was. I think it was good. No, me too. I just like to be humble for the, for the oh. fans. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God bless. All right. Love you guys.